everybody, welcome back to Camera Ready with Cherie Hartwell. And today, as the world begins to reopen um, from the last 16 months, um, we are excited to talk a little bit about traveling as a model and actor in our business and what that looks like going into the future and a little bit about how it all works. So many of our talent um, their dreams and their desires are to work in these major metropolitan cities. And a good majority of those tend to be European based. And so today, my lovely producer, Adam and I are going to sit down and chat a little bit about traveling as a model. Dun, dun, dun. So when we're signing a new talent, one of the questions we have is always, you know, what are your goals in this industry? What do you want to achieve? And a lot of people are intrigued by this business because of the opportunities to travel to some really remarkable places. But um, as glamorous as glamorous as it all sounds, there are a lot of um, things to learn and a lot of um, details that uh, they, that models and talent may or may not know. Certainly, based on <laughs> uh, arriving in different countries. Yeah, well, and I feel like it starts the basically the beginning is you get signed likely in the market that you're living in. And then to kind of speed up the process, let's say you get interest from another agency in another market and your mother agency places them with you. Let's say you're based in Arizona and an agency in LA is a close one, is interested in you. So they're like, okay, we obviously want this girl or guy to work in our market. Mm -hmm. Um, and ideally they'd like you to live there. Mm -hmm. So what does that process typically look like on the model's end yeah and i mean i I think with us i mean la is a great place to start with because we that is the closest like major market in the u.s to us for us here in arizona it's a you know a five-hour car ride or a 45-minute flight so we have a lot of people who are like la is my goal and my dream to go and live and work in and just like any other job um except for what we've experienced in this last year and a half typically you need to live in the market that you're working and so um, speaking of LA specifically, uh, one of the most competitive markets in the US and certainly uh, your agent may get a request for you the day before, let's just say at two o'clock in the afternoon and say you have to be somewhere at 8 a.m. So if you are here in Arizona and <clears throat> you can hop in your car right away and make the drive over, it works. Otherwise, it is highly recommended that you're living in the market in which you're represented. So. Um, in a market like LA, you need to have your car. Yeah. Um, most of those agencies pre-pandemic um, advanced model apartments. And advancing means that the agency is going to prepay for your apartment, prepay for your flight, prepay for your um, a weekly per diem. All of that money is going to come out of your check once you start to work. So if you run up a big tab of $2,000 and for flights and model apartments and things like that, and you do a job for $2,500, $2,000 of that money is going straight to the debt that you have already yeah. you know, originated with. And the other with the agency. your agency. Yeah. So you're probably not going to get money. But I think when you, like a lot of times the reason why advancing in model apartments exists is because young models typically models that travel are younger and let's say they're 18 and they don't have a lot of savings so they just can't pick up and sign a year-long lease 
or afford an Airbnb to go and live in these markets. So these agencies own or sometimes rent these model apartments on behalf of the talent. And the talent doesn't have to pay anything up front. The, the nightly fee goes on the model's account so they don't have to necessarily worry at that time about the money that's going out there. So let's say you do live in the model apartment. I was actually just talking to one of our girls about this. It's not always the most glamorous experience. It's kind of like a, a dorm room. I mean, I would equate it to like a dorm room living with, you know, three, four or five other girls. Yeah. So I think for some girls, it's a good experience to like meet other people and do that. Uh, the girl I just talked to said that it was a very dirty experience because you're with kind of four other girls that are not necessarily taking ownership of the place mm-hmm. and you only have a cleaning crew coming in like once a week. Mm-hmm. So you have to kind of work through that. But I mean, the advantage of that is you're not having to go and find your own place. You're not having to, you know, if you were to want to come home and you stopped working, you just come home. There's no lease that you're assigned to. So there's a lot of flexibility there. And there's no startup. Like as far as in like having pots and pans and silverware and plates and all of those things that you need uh, a couch or a bed to sleep on when you're just setting out in the world. And so typically for the new models, I suggest you stay in the model apartment. Yeah. And it's not a it is not a forever thing. It is very temporary and temporary meaning up to a couple of months. Um, a couple of weeks to a couple of months with the intent that if you're planning to live in that market, you're actively looking for another place to live. Um, And you're right. um, Living with roommates as a whole can be challenging. You're living with models who are all competing sometimes for the same job. Um, And, you know, there's a lot of chit chat and kind of... um, I think a lot of issues that stem out of that personally for people. Um, my suggestion is always like, you don't have to be best friends with any of these people. You don't even have to hang out with them. You're going there to sleep and maybe make your food and that's it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> that's and, it. <laughs> and I think something to think about too on the models end is a lot of models are like, oh, well, I'm going in debt to my agency, but that agency is also going in debt for you. So I think that also plays into like post-COVID, how things have changed. So I think pre-COVID agencies were paying for flights for girls. Agencies were paying for, I've heard of agencies actually paying for like like rhinoplasties and advancing stuff like that for girls because they had that consistent cash flow coming in. Wardrobe. Post-COVID, things have changed a bit and some agencies have even gotten rid of their model apartment and how is that looking i know we're dealing with that now with some talent that wants to go out to europe is how is that looking now compared to how it looked previously and what does the model need to do on their end to basically get out there and to Mm -hmm. travel well i will say if we're speaking directly about europe um although it can be a touchy subject majority of the european agencies are asking for the models to be vaccinated and they're showing proof of vaccination so that is not uh, like sheree made this you know this rule up or the agency made this rule up these are like countrywide you know rules so for the models i'm going to go and be in paris okay great well let's see your vaccination card we just did it yesterday we're having a girl go to london they have to have the vaccination card and on top of a pcr test before arriving into the country, um, along with, you know, several other um, uh, forms and visas and things like that. What I will say is because of the impact financially that COVID had on the majority of our business, um, 
advancing flights and model apartments and visas and I mean clothing we've had girls that have had skincare advanced I mean all kinds of things um, is you rack up a bill um, as a model and so I would think it in your mind like a credit card you are going to have to pay for this one day <laughs> yeah and it may it may, it's really fun why it's happening and you think somebody else is paying for it but when you do your first job and you don't get a check because you are paying you know off of your balance your account um, that's why you know we're really um, really try to walk through uh, this process with our talent so that they realize that there are no free rides and somebody's paying for this in the end. And typically it is um, the model. Um, most of the agencies are, you know, seeing, you know, a cash crunch and, you know, they had significant decline in sales um, for 2020 and the beginning of 2021. And so the rebound, although it's starting to happen for the business, it's still a lot of the a lot of the agencies are cash poor because they yeah. are trying to you know hold on to what they can um so the you know open wallet policy of just you know hey you're coming here you're going there yeah. you're doing this um has really and you and i've both seen this has really tightened up and that's okay yeah i think it actually could be better because it might train the model to have a little bit more control over their own finances because <laughs> If an agency is, which is likely not going to buy your trip out to Milan, which could be a $1,600 ticket, you know, mm -hmm. depending on how quickly the turnaround is, like, you know, as a model, you should have some cash in your own reserve to be able to pay for that stuff. You shouldn't, right. you know, get to a place and be like, oh my God, I, I need my agency to advance a bunch of money. So I think it's actually teaching models that, mm -hmm. you know, skin you in the game. Yeah, you need to also invest in your own career too. And to me, I, I, I don't know, I go back and forth on advancing because personally, yeah, it's like a credit card. So it's like, do you want all this debt sitting right. or do you want to actually just pay this off and not have to worry about it so when you get cash coming in from your jobs, you're actually seeing that money? So I think it's actually a good thing. Personally, I think it's something that a lot of agencies might not go back to is mm -hmm. advancing everything they yep. were before because they're realizing they maybe don't need to do it now and the girls who really want to get there and really want to do it will make it they're happen. gonna figure it out and sure they don't have to they don't have to have that debt on their account to where i mean models know this agencies know this clients take forever to pay mm -hmm. so you're not having a consistent amount of cash flow coming in and especially you're not because this past year and a half was low cash coming in so now you're seeing that cash come in from that time and it's less cash so like right. what you're booking now you're probably not going to see for another month two months three months so you're kind of working behind so i think a model needs to realize that is like i think if you're traveling locally within the united states you can expect possibly in advance of your housing yeah possibly in advance of your flight because Flights are cheaper here. Mm -hmm. um, however, if you're looking to model internationally, which we do have girls traveling, you obviously need the vaccination, which yep. seems to be a non-negotiable, yep. you know, for these places, which I understand. But you also have to have that cash reserve to be able to eat, eat, <laughs> fly there, move around, hit I mean, around on tra public and transportation, not completely rely on your agency <laughs> out there, which you should never be doing anyway. Personally, I think as like a personal financial right. thing. You never want to be like, in, you don't want to be have a ton of credit card debt. You don't want to have a ton of debt to your agency. You want right. to pay that stuff off so you can start being in the positive. Right. And that's one of the reasons why, uh, and you've heard me say this, Adam, <laughs> over the over the time being here is like, 
how much money do you have? This is always my first question to people who are like, I'm ready to go. And I'm like, okay, great. Let's talk about how much money you have. Well, I've saved, you know, like a $2,000. It's like, oh, honey, you better get going because that is not going to last you very long. And so it's also as your career is evolving, you're going to have to take these steps into working in these other markets regardless. And you're not going to be, you know, a fully successful model with really out traveling outside of a smaller market like ours. Um, but you do have to have that money. It, Like we said, it takes 30, 60, 90 days sometimes to get paid on jobs. Um, you're going to have to feed yourself in the interim. You're going to have to have a, a subway ticket or a train ticket or whatever that may be. Um, and money just to live so that while you are there, you're not an anxious mess. And we have been, <laughs> I have been, I've had a 20-year career of anxious messes. <laughs> um, and people who it's a little bit cart before the horse. I'm ready. I'm so let's go, let's go, let's go. And it's like, okay, I want you to have a successful trip. There's nothing more than we want is for you to, you know, flourish when you go and work in these markets. But in anything, having a little bit of a safety net is going to help your mind moreover than anything, right? And so having some cash in the bank and knowing that you can have dinner tonight, um, that, that is very helpful. Well, and part of that, too, is, and I think this is more of an L.A. market kind of thing, maybe even a New York, mar- New York market kind of thing when you're living there, is do you model full-time and you, you can work really often and make enough money to live? 100%. Mm-hmm. Are you always, every month, going to make enough money to cover that month's rent or to cover the expenses? Possibly not, and it might take a while to get paid. So you probably are going to need to get some sort of job when you're out there that can give you steady fast income because I think a lot of models don't realize that either is like I'm gonna go out to LA and I'm gonna have 10 castings today every day I get a job tomorrow and a job the next day and a job the next day it's like especially post-covid is mm-hmm. no that is I would never expect that I would expect that it's gonna take a while to get mm-hmm. things up if you had running. 10 castings in a week I'd be like go oh girl oh my god yeah Woo! <laughs> and, and it's that's the thing it's like you you're not gonna be working right off the bat all the time you know mm-hmm. that happens for some models but I would never expect that so this kind of needs to be a little bit of like um I don't know if it's an ego thing but like you do need to get some sort of job well and I think it's a reality situation of where things are today and yeah. how First and foremost, how competitive our industry is, um, how every single person wants to be in our industry in some capacity. And I think that, um, you know, the thought of going and working in these other markets, if you've never traveled before, if you've never been out of the country, if you've never ridden on public transportation, if you've never had to read things in another language, this is going to be very trying for you. Um, And I've had many models who have taken their first trips out of the country, um, first plane ride, first trip into a foreign country, and it's been a mess. As much as I can sit down and talk to you about everything and all of the things you don't know until you get there. You get off that plane and you're like, the car is going to be waiting for me and I'm going (laughs) to have my Louis Vuitton luggage and I'm going to jet set around. And that part although sounds really great and sometimes that does happen but no um not not as often as you think yeah i mean and i think that you should never have that expectation i do want to talk about one thing because i am i feel like i'm a little more because there's models that are like oh i i don't mind putting debt on my account but there's Mm -hmm. also models on the other end 
like that are because I'm more like conservative with my money. Like if I have all this debt on my my credit card, I'm like nervous about that. Sure. So let's say you're a model and you travel out to New York, and it's been a month out there, and you have this debt on your account, and they paid for this, and you're not working. Mm-hmm. You know, and they maybe it did, it's not going to work out that time. Right. What happens then? Are you going to have to pay back the agency? Mm-hmm. You know, are you going to have to scramble to find that money? What typically happens in in that situation? Yeah, good question. That debt is kind of like a student loan. It will follow you around. So if you go out on your first trip in January, uh, you know, of this year, and you don't work for two Januaries, the first day that you work, all that money is going to be taken out of the check. So it's not forgiven. Now, there are certain situations, and we can talk a little bit about traveling to Asia, where um, the agency takes the majority of the financial responsibility. So they, you're traveling on a contract, you're traveling typically on a guaranteed contract, and um, the guarantee is moreover to cover your expenses, okay? So the expenses that the agency has all fronted, which is airfare, um, ground transportation when you get to and from the airport, model housing, typically about $150 a week per diem. Um, a visa, you know, any of those types of things like hard fixed costs in order to get you up and running in that market. And so they say, okay, we're going to have you here for, you know, two months and we're going to give you a guarantee of $10,000. Okay. Well, you're probably going to have $10,000 in expenses after the two months. So that sounds really great. But what we're always interested in is like, what is the guarantee in pocket? Yeah. In the pocket when you're leaving. Even if the model doesn't work. Correct. Yeah. So, um, you know, we're we're to the point where those are the things, obviously, that your agency should negotiate on on your behalf. But um, you go, let's say you go to Tokyo. Adam's going to Tokyo, everyone, and he's going to be modeling around, and he's there on a guarantee. Adam gets there, he goes to two weeks of castings, and there there are probably five to seven castings a day, which is amazing. But you go to all of these castings for two weeks, and on the end of day 15, it's like Adam has no response and Adam is not going to get any jobs. Adam is not responding to the clients. Something has changed with his appearance. He doesn't cast well with people. He doesn't have a great personality, whatever it may be. The agency is going to then probably come to us and say, hey, we're going to probably have to send this model home. And with that being said, they would rather cut their losses then because the longer you stay, the more you rack up debt, the more you know, more you get on your account, the more that the agency is having to pay for you not working. So they will front it. But in those cases where you're going out on a guaranteed contract, you're not entitled to have to pay that money back if you don't work. Yeah. Ending, you look exactly how you did and as you we were marketing your part. and you upheld your part of the deal. Yeah, Correct. and it's not, because there are times that a girl will go out to Asia and be way in over her head. Mm-hmm. And if the girl is breaking her contract mm-hmm. and wanting to fly home, yep. then they might want to start getting some of that money back. So I think that's something to think about too. I mean, I even know in the States sometimes there's girls who might have a little bit of money on their account and the agency might just drop them, uh-huh. you know, and just be like, well, let's just cut our losses here. The model doesn't need to pay us back. Yep. And we're just going to drop the model. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't think we're going to make this model work. And at that point, if you're being dropped by the agency, you're not going to have to pay them back. That's correct. Unless you do something mm-hmm. that 
you drop that, I don't know. like, Or you leave the agency yeah. and you try to go to another agency, they're coming for you for that debt. Yeah. If you're still in the shape. As they should. Absolutely. Yeah. If you're still in working shape, per se, you know, and you are you uh, look like you, you are marketed and all of those things and you're going to another agency, they're coming for you. Yeah. So I think something that obviously a mother agent helps with, but a lot of models starting out, I think, have this dream of going to New York, and that's like the only place in the world or Europe or doing Fashion Week. How do you know as a model where to travel? You know, where is the right place to yeah. go? Yeah, and typically that's like a sit down with your agent and with your managers in the agency that you're working in in your, in your hometown, typically your mother agent. And that is where we sit down and we say, um, you know, where is going to be the best place for you to work and work consistently. If you are, um, you know, a five foot six girl with a, a body and have a very like commercial look, you should probably go to LA. Are you going to work in New York? Probably not because they are looking typically for more high fashion models. Um, definitely those with height and runway style bodies. Um, Asia, the market there is um, is evolving, but it used to be extremely specific. Um, very light skinned, light eyes, light hair, um, very, very specific measurements. Um, and what we're seeing today in Europe is that there are opportunities for all shapes and sizes of models today. <clears throat> and that's very refreshing. Um, <clears throat> it also allows for much more competition than it used to be in your typical like model type. Um, so now anyone can be a model, um, which I'm all for. But it also means that if you're thinking in that mentality, it wasn't just the size, you know, zero to five, 10 girls, right? Now yeah. the floodgates are open. Yeah, And so, you need to sit down and decide a what kind of market can you handle b what what is the typical like what are their clientele we know what our clientele is here in arizona if you're 25 to 45 you're probably going to be relatively successful here <laughs> because yeah. it's a commercial market you've got a great smile you're not overly skinny you're you know you're relatable and authentic to clients this is probably going to be your market um the high fashion um very editorial androgynous type models are not going to work as much here yeah. And so those are the things that hopefully your mother agent or agent um, knows and is educated about. And they can tell you, here are the places where I foresee you going. Not every girl is going to be a model in New York. No, and not every girl is going to be a model in New York right off the bat. And I think that's something, too, that kind of lends into, and I know we've talked about this previously, is many models are spending three months at a time and many markets throughout the year you're not like set in stone i think if you're working in a market stay there until mm -hmm. that well dries runs dry <laughs> and then go to the next market right. because the well will run dry yeah. you will eventually go through all the clients and i hate saying this but they might not want to see the same face every day so correct typically i feel like girls go out for two three months depending if it's successful stay a little bit longer but there's a journey you can take there to where you're not just going to New York right away. Mm -hmm. You're going to a smaller market like Mexico City or mm -hmm. maybe Greece or somewhere mm -hmm. where it's not as competitive. You can yep. get some great editorial work. And then you're building that book. You might not be making a ton of money, but it's with the hope that then you'll start getting to go to those bigger markets and be competitive rather than just being like, I'm going to New York and... You go They're going to take me. <laughs> and there's all these veteran girls mm -hmm. and girls that are even newer but have this travel experience, have this life experience 
that has seasoned them. Yep. And you're kind of this like wide eyed, like you might get trampled over. And now sometimes I hesitate on saying that because sometimes it's actually a good quality mm-hmm. is this greenness. But yep. typically if you're trying to work and make good money, you need to have some experience under your belt and going directly to New York. And again, that's a conversation you have with your mother agent on your mm-hmm. goals and how to get there and how mm-hmm. to reach them. But traveling as a model is something you do very often. And it's a very transient lifestyle. Yeah. And you Which know Which is to me sometimes does not sound super enjoyable. Correct. But for some people, mm-hmm. oh my God, it's the experience of a lifetime experience when you're young. Lifetime. Yeah. And you know, it's like speaking to girls earlier this week who are getting ready to travel and I'm like, Okay, so you're leaving here in August, but you may not be back until November. So I want you to think about the seasons. <laughs> so today you're wearing shorts and a tank top, but by the time you come back home in November, you're going to need a jacket. You're going to need boots. You're going to need pants, like all of those things. So you have to think like being able to be in any of those markets at any time and prepared. Yeah. And I, I think that is something that obviously your mother agent should be a good resource for that. You know, you don't need to completely rely on yourself for that, but I mean, there is something to be said about trusting, you know, the process and where you're going to go and not wanting to shoot too high too quickly, but also showing, you know, interest. Because I think sometimes, I think we a lot of times talk and just agents talk with the assumptions that models want to do this Mm -hmm. and want to travel. And and it's like, why wouldn't you want to do this almost? And I think that there's many people who are very hesitant about traveling Mm -hmm. and Mm-hmm. are nervous about that and and don't necessarily want to do it or don't feel that they're ready and I think that there's that's something too that it's also on your mother agent but it's like as a model being open to traveling because yep. I know some people don't want to travel at all but well and not being open to it and also you know knowing do you have the life skills to yeah. survive somewhere by yourself and that is that can be as easy as doing your own laundry or cooking your own food, yeah. or getting you know to and from places on public transportation. I've had many uh, girls who have never done their own laundry, who have never shopped at a grocery store for their own food. Those kind of things, like the minute that we start the conversation and a girl's maybe 18 and finishing high school, it's like, you better start making your own food. <laughs> you better start doing your own laundry. We need these life skills in order for you to move on and out of your home. And, and you know, there's all these those growing pains when you're in college. I mean, I remember that and being like, oh my gosh, like I'm, you know, out living on my own and I've got to be able to, you know, be self-sufficient. And that has nothing to do with modeling industry. That has to do with life. Yeah. And caring for yourself. And so a lot of times those girls who have not had any of those life experiences are not successful in this business. Yeah. And I think that's something that agents think about probably more so than the talent does is that you are you might have the most amazing look Mm -hmm. and be like so ready right but you're not actually ready yes and that's why there are times that holding off and waiting is Mm -hmm. in the slow process and and, you know the slow burn those are real things that happen for a reason Mm -hmm. and could a girl be the most beautiful the day she walks in Mm -hmm. but is she gonna be able to travel on her own and even know what a booking is and know what a job is and know how to speak to a client likely not so right there's some stuff that you have to work on and that's why again you don't go right to new york you travel around a little bit you get some experience and it's not right for everyone at the end of the day there are crash and burns that happen a girl travels more than not the week after she's crying and she comes home 
And then as much as it breaks our heart and we're like, you know, we wish you would have seen this opportunity through, likely that girl's probably not going to be traveling again. Mm -hmm. And And she's not right for the, for the industry. And that's okay. Because it's a very tough industry. I mean, to be really frank at the end of the day, you have to have thick skin. You have to have thick skin in anything really today, but in this industry, you definitely mentally, you've got to be strong. Um, and also, you know, really having thick skin to knowing that you're not going to be right for everything and you're not going to be right for every market. And it's about, like you said, trusting in the process, knowing like, okay, I'm here in New York and things aren't working really well. Where am I going to go next? Where am I going to kind of pivot, if you will, and, um, find the place that is best for me. Yeah, and I think something we've talked about too is, we'll touch briefly on this, but a development trip and, you know, sometimes when, a lot of times, let's say you get signed with a new agency in a new market Mm -hmm. and you're in school at the time or you maybe don't have the finances saved up, Mm -hmm. they might say, hey, we're really excited about you. We want you to come out for a week, two weeks, test with some photographers, maybe meet a few clients and then go home. Meet the team. Yeah, so we can start building your book up a little bit and get to know you and build that momentum. Mm -hmm likely you won't be making any money during that trip. I mean, maybe you could, but the the goal of that trip is not to make you any money. It's to start building that momentum. Mm-hmm. Yes. So there are times too that you are going out and the goal is not to work. And, right. I, and I know that we have a lot of girls too who are very financially conscious and sometimes get worried about that. But at the same time, you do have to put those investments in. And yeah, that investing in your future to eventually start making that money. It doesn't happen right away. I mean, likely the market that you come from, your book is not developed the right way mm-hmm. that it should be for the new market. Yep. So going out there and getting that experience. Also, I think a development trip is so great because it's kind of your little test run to see, can I do this? Right. Like, what do, do I, I want to be doing Do I like this, this actually? Like, yeah, do I like this? Because you'll meet with photographers mm-hmm. and maybe meet a few clients, just yep. get to know them in person and meet your agents and... It's intimidating, but it's also a good introduction. And I think that's something that even during COVID, we're seeing a little bit more of in the States Mm -hmm. because also the agencies, like maybe let's have her out for development and we don't want to put as much money on her as account and take as much debt. So we'd rather have her come out for development for one, two, three weeks, send her home, maybe not tell the clients that she's not based in that market anymore and start you know, promoting her. And then if we start getting strong interest, then the girl can come out, which to Mm -hmm. me is such a smarter view Mm -hmm. on it. Mm -hmm. And I think it's smarter for the model too, to be like, we don't need you living here right yet. Let's act like you're living here or let's promote you as that for direct bookings or something, which I think is something we're seeing more of. And I think it's something we're going to see more of, to be honest. So I don't think that's going to go away. And I actually think that's better. Yes, and I think that also, you know, a couple of those weeks to see, um, because things don't happen overnight, and I know there's those misconceptions of like, oh, she arrived in LA and she never left because she became a superstar. Okay, that's the story, you know. Most of the time, the grind is happening (laughs) on the back end, and they've, you know, made you know, dozens of trips back and forth to LA, meeting people, not getting the casting, not getting client, you know, the client connection, any of that. And it took longer than they had probably hoped. And that's with any job though. I mean, I think it's important to note that any job you have to invest in a long-term success. Yeah. You have to have some skin in the game. This isn't all about like, oh, your agents and, and the agency is going to make all of these things happen for you. You know, the job of the agency is certainly to get you in front of the right people, to market you to the right people. But once you get in that door, it's your job. Yeah. You've got to seal the deal. 
Yeah, and I mean, 100%. I think that speaks to really the heart of this business. Is I just had a call with a client, too, the other day, and it's like, we as the agents are really just the conduit in between. Mm-hmm. Like, we organize things, really, at the end of the day. That's mm-hmm. all we're doing in helping negotiate on behalf of the talent. But the model and the client, that is really arguably the most important relationship mm-hmm. because those are the people that are booking and mm-hmm. being booked. Yep. We are here to make sure everything goes well, but it is on the model's responsibility. And I think that something post-COVID that's happened, too, and with traveling and just with girls, girls and guys in general, is taking more ownership of that mm-hmm. and taking more ownership of your relationships with the clients mm-hmm. and your money and mm-hmm. your career path and something like that is, like, you're equally as a part of this as everyone else's. Absolutely. You know, and taking some it's your business. Over that. It's your business. And and I think this is an amazing business. I mean, I talk about it all the time. It's like people don't understand really what modeling is. I think it's like taking pictures and stuff. But <laughs> as a young person, you can travel the world. You can mm-hmm. see so many awesome things. You and can work with incredible people. and Yeah, and you can absolutely hate it. Yeah. But, oh, my God, are you ever going to get the opportunity in another job to potentially make thousands of bucks a day right. and live in Tokyo or and then right. three months later live in Milan and sure. three months later live in London like mm-hmm. there's no job that I know of that would that would give you the opportunity at 18 without 19, an education without an education sure and you're getting an education when you're there right on these different cultures and regardless of if you decide to pursue it that's your college money mm-hmm. that you saved up. Well, and I always tell girls when they're like, oh, I've never been anywhere and I've never, you know, been out of the country and this is so, I'm scared. And, and you know, during the week, typically when you're working at, you know, and doing um, castings and things like that, you'll be busy, you know, yeah. and it's during the week and you'll come back and you'll have dinner and you'll be relatively busy during the week. On the weekends, you better get your butt outside yeah. and you better go and explore and you better see all of the things that are around you all of the history, I mean, especially in Europe, the amount of history and amazing things to go and see and museums and castles and, you know, cathedrals and all these things, get out there. Yeah. <laughs> I was like very blunt to a girl one time and she said, oh, I just, I miss my mom and blah. And I said, honey, you better get outside and go and look around because yeah. you're missing out on a fantastic opportunity. I guarantee you when you get home, you're going to be like, oh my gosh, I wish that I would have yeah, explored. Nothing to show for this nothing amazing, to show. amazing, amazing experience, which is, again, like that's the heart of it. And that's what makes me excited when we get these girls placed in these mm-hmm. other markets is not only is the hope that they're going to work and make a ton of money, but there's also value there for their the life, life experience. experience. Absolutely. And that's one of the joys of, of our business. And one of the joys for me is being able to change people's trajectory. I mean, think about the girl we just had in LA who had never been anywhere, who came from, you know, a very small town community in Africa, Yeah. Um, has now been, had this amazing life experience and I think it's just the tip of it. Yeah. And we have like circumvented her life path. Yeah. This industry, you know. And, and getting... the hope is that, yeah, that excites the model. Yes. And that's like the beginning of something. And I yes. think that's what's, you know, so exciting mm-hmm. about it too. Right. I'll say this real quick because on the other end, 
again, we talk about people wanting to do this. There is something to sometimes take a step back and be like, traveling might not be right. Just yep. for you as an actual model, yep. you might not be right for Milan. You might not be right for New York. And I think something I learned from you too is like, you know, placement's super exciting to do and, and to be a part of as an agent, to be a part of as a model and all that. But at the same time, there's there's a some nuance, but you can't push it. Yes. Because if a girl is really ripe for a market, mm-hmm. it's gonna chances happen. are it will happen the way it was supposed to happen. Mm-hmm. And if you push it, if a model moves too early and mm-hmm. basically says, I'm not listening to you, I'm moving there, mm-hmm. we've seen that it hasn't always been successful mm-hmm. because yes, it's our job to push for new opportunities for this mm-hmm. talent and sometimes do reach outs you know, and make things happen and when we feel we're ready. But I think sometimes what we run into is people that are like, I'm doing it. Yeah. And it's like, are you going to ask for our advice? Are we going to have a discussion about it? No, no, this? I'm doing it. No, you're doing it. Like, <laughs> I want to be submitted to these agencies. And it's like, okay, but, you know, it's a little bit like, I don't know. I just wanted to bring that up because I think that for all models, it's not right. Right. And you do have to sometimes. And the industry does dictate. Yeah. It really does. And you'll see, and you've seen that. It's yeah. like, okay. You know, we, we can we we may have success in one market for some somebody and all of a sudden, you know, this agency wants to sign her. Nobody else wanted to sign her but this one agency. Yeah. They take the risk on the girl and all of a sudden they're like, Oh god, who's that girl? It's like, No, 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 you saw yeah. her. You know, and so with the momentum comes other interest from other agencies. Yeah, and then you get an agency in London Correct. that reaches out that happened to see Correct. her. And so you have that um thankfully or unthankfully via social media, um, people are able to see other models. What are yeah. they doing? What's going on? Ooh, who's this person? Oh my God, this girl will be so good for I mean, yes, exactly. So yeah. the the industry is going to dictate where, where people are going to land. If you're not right for New York, the model, the agency is not coming for you. Yeah. <laughs> and you can move to New York. You can move. And, and you, you can, can have a grand old time, honey. And you might not. But you could be sitting on our website for two years and think you're going to be moving into New York, every New York agency has seen you on the website. By then, 100%. And nobody has taken a bite. Yeah. And it's no discredit to you. That's probably just not your market. So yeah. you have to be able, in any career, you have to go to the market where you're going to flourish in what you bring to the table. Yeah, 100%. Well, Adam. So I'm off to Tokyo tomorrow. Adam's <laughs> going to Tokyo on a guarantee. He better uh, show up like his measurements and not have too much fun um, after his birthday yesterday. But... Uh, Thank you all for joining us today, and uh, we'll be back again in another week. Thanks again. Goodbye.